Booker Tov, everyone. Simon, Kuf Pei Ches 188, the laws of the third bracha of benching, which really begins with Rachem Na Hashem Elokeinu and ends with the bracha of Uvenei Yushalayim, Yerkadosh Mherev Yameinu, Baracha Ta Hashem, Bonei Barachem of Yushalayim, Amnein, which is what we're going to talk about. In Sif Aleph, the Mechaber tells us, really the bracha is Bonei Yerushalayim. Bonei Yerushalayim. We add amen to the end of the bracha, which is very uh, unusual. The halacha is you're not supposed to res- say amen to your own bracha unless it's an unusual circumstance, uh, circumstance that is prescribed with, by halacha. And this will be one of those examples. The Mechaber tells us in Sif Aleph that we do say amen after our bracha. We say bone Yerushalayim amen. The reason for that is ha-brachos the, the first three brachas of benching are midaraisa. The last bracha that we recite, the bracha of Atovametiv, is Durabanan. So, in order to differentiate between the first three brachas, which are daraisa, and the fourth bracha, which is Durabanan, we say amen to our own bracha. Now, the Machaber tells us in Siv Beis, because of that, uh, we don't want to. We don't, you know, because the function of the Amen is to differentiate between um, the Daraisa and Darabanan, there are those who have the custom to say the word Amen in an undertone. The Ramah says that's not the, the, the common practice. That's not what we do. We say Bonet, Bonet, according to Argir, so Bonet Barachim of Yishlaim, Amen. We'll see that in a little bit. But we do say Amen at the same tone. However, the Mishnah Buddha does tell us that it is appropriate because Amen is not really part of the Bracha. It's, the Bracha is Bonet Yerushalayim. Amen. You shouldn't recite it in a Shema Achas. You should recite the word Amen in a second, in a second breath. Now, the Mechaber tells us in Siv Gimel that in this third bracha, the bracha of Binyan Yerushalayim, of, of, of Bone Yerushalayim, there is a requirement. One of the things, one of the themes that you have to mention in this bracha, again, we follow the text of your bench or you'll be fine, but just to know what's Ma'akev Bidyeved, what's a minimum requirement, is to mention Malchus Beis David. There's a requirement to mention the kingdom, the reign of King David. And uh, that's an actual requirement. person were to leave that out, you would not be Yotze, your, your, your uh, requirement, you'd have to bench again. Now, because of that, there's a halacha, because you have to mention Malchus based David, it's considered inappropriate to mention Malchus de, Malchusa de Shemaya. It's inappropriate to mention the God's kingdom. So in that bracha, you're not supposed to make any reference to malch- the malchus of God, to the kingship of God, which is fine. We don't mention anything about that in the bracha, except for one exception. You'll note sometimes we recite Yala Viyavo during the third bracha. In the end of Yala Viyavo, we, we end, ki kel melech neman verachamanata. We end with, the, with a reference to God's malchus. And the question is, is, why do we do that? And indeed, the Ramah says you shouldn't. You'll look in many, many ventures in Yalav Yavo, Ki Melech, Ki Kel Melech, Chanon. A lot of times they have Melech in parentheses. It's because of this, this concern of the Ramah. And many have the opinion and have the practice and custom to, to delete the word Melech uh, from Yalav Yavo. The Ramah says, Below Reisi No, again, this is not what the common practice is. Most people do say the word Melech in Yalav Yavo in the third bracha. And the Mishabur explains for two reasons. Number one, it's because Yalav Yavo, it's almost like a separate paragraph of sorts. And Number two, that's the text of the bracha we recite in Shemona Asrei, so uh, you should just go ahead and, and recite it. Different people have different practices, and everyone should just follow their tradition. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.